everybody. Welcome to Licked and Loaded. I'm Laura Desiree, and today's special guest is very much a sweet surprise. Yeah, uh, this is a cam broadcaster on Cam4 who I met through our happy hour show. Someone who every time I see him broadcasting live, he's got this rock and roll energy, this sexy bad boy quality going on about him. But what I learned today is, my God, is there a yummy, mm -mm, delicious, soft-centered, beautiful, romantic soul in there. So joining me today is Cam Four's most eligible bachelor, the incredible Spunk Nuts. Everybody, welcome to Licked and Loaded. And in the hot seat today, I'm so excited to get some one-on-one -on -one time with the incredible Spunk Nuts. Hello. What's up? Thanks for having me, Laura. So awesome. You're like a new friend uh, in my camming experience anyways. We met during the Cam4 happy hour experience, which you've now done twice mm -hmm. with some unforgettable moments on camera. Oh, but, really? Uh, Oh my God, are you kidding me? Your strip teases, your strip teases are legendary. First oh. of all, the endurance is up the whole time. <laughs> uh, I'm like the only like, dude that does rock and metal. That's right. And like, that's what makes you so incredibly and irresistibly unique. And I was mm. like, this is, this is kind of really cool to see someone bringing other flavors and other attitudes into this experience i mean you just don't hear a lot of rock coming through and yeah. uh and you definitely kicked the door down with that one so <laughs> nice. i want everyone watching and listening to get an introduction as to who you are so if if spunk nuts had an origin story how does that go um well i guess uh so i started camming about five years ago and it was um it was actually kind of out of a a relationship um i was actually dating someone who was polyamorous and at the time i didn't really know if i was or what wasn't mm. um and i the thing is is we fell in love regardless of our um you know our affiliation and wanting to date a certain in a certain way you know like that connection was real and I kind of was like, okay, yeah, I can, I can try this. I can do this. And, um, about, I don't know, nine months in, we, I actually went on tour with my band at the time and, uh, my girlfriend was already kind of saying like how she wanted to kind of like mess around with other, not mess around, but like, you know, maybe like procure relationships mm -hmm. with other people. And I was, I was a little like hesitant to do it um, because I just felt like my needs were met in the relationship and I didn't really want to open that up. Right. Um, but it wasn't fair to do that with her because she had clearly stated she was polyamorous. She already knew before meeting me that she was, and I was just kind of giving it a try. So when I went on tour, things kind of started to get really hazy and she, and, uh, and when I came back, I could clearly see that there was some, um, I don't know, it was, it was kind of weird to, for me to like, try to 
try to make it monogamous when she she was already like you know already on that boat on the poly boat for a while and the I mean, the way that, that can't, I, sorry uh, to, to to just interject here but that uh, in itself what you're talking about trying to I guess implement polyamory into a relationship where both parties are like one is sure of it one is a little wary or maybe reluctant or maybe just unsure that in itself is like a, i could do a whole series on that listening to yeah. people's stories about that because it's never easy to navigate and it's it oftentimes you know turns into really profound moments of communication with these people oh, that yeah. we have in our lives so so yeah as uh, you were <laughs> yeah and 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 even just a little bit more backtrack on that and like my relationship style up to that point like i had never really even dated anyone longer than six months mm. um I'm, I'm so independent and this girl like i i had dated for a while um you know we went on like a year basically and you know i loved her and it was hard for me to to understand how to um to continue to move forward when i was still figuring out myself in a lot of ways i was still very young and like understanding mm. like how how do relationships work for me? You know, what's the best? Like now, I think I could probably do poly a lot better than I did back then. Yeah. Um, but, and I think camming has a lot to do with that. Um, but I could also do monogamous, I think. And the thing is, is someone who, who I would wanna do a monogamous relationship with, but would also understand that I'm a cam model might have some problems with that because you know, I'm talking to lots of different people. I actually just ran into this problem recently when I was, I met a girl on cam four and I was, you know, I was trying to get close with her and she was mm -hmm. trying to get close with me too. But she was also like, maybe you should find another hobby besides camming. And I was like, that's just, you know, that's just such a big part of me that like someone would have to accept that and know that I still want to put a hundred percent of my focus and attention into them because I don't really meet people in person from camming, you know, like I might talk yeah. to people, but um, anyway, so that's, that's just like relationship style status. Um, and so I was, I was just figuring shit out and around the same time that I was dating this girl, I had started to cam, but I, I was camming on a different site before uh, cam four and um this is kind of how I look at it. Like, I feel like if I had been more open about me camming with her or with that site and like, I never told her and I regret yeah. that because I think if I had told her it would have balanced it out. Like I would be talking to people on, on, you know, a campsite and she would be like trying to find other people. And like, it would be mm. fine because we were both, you know, like having that external whatever inside or outside of our, you know, our nucleus of a relationship. But is uh, that what you were, is that what you initially turned on your camera to broadcast and do? Was it with the hope to make connections or was it something else? Like, hey, I'm I'm a yeah. bit of an exhibitionist. Well, that I'm, I'm totally- Hey, I want to make money. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't really about the money. It was more, it was mostly about other connections. Um, and then I was discovering that I had the exhibitionist qualities because I didn't really right. know that I had it yet. Um, but I was like really, really excited about that. And, but mainly it was about uh, meeting people and, you know, particularly girls, but like, I just, 
I didn't even realize that I should have like shared that with my partner at the time because she was Polly and I think she would have been totally accepting of that. Mm. Um, so our relationship actually started to kind of dissolve and we broke up in the summer of um, 2017, but I had already mm. been camming for like maybe five or six months. Cause I think I started around December of 2016. And, uh, and basically I just kind of since then have gone all into camming. Um, I have not tried. Well, I mean, I like to try to meet people in person, but in terms of like dating apps or, you know, online dating, I just, I, I can't really vibe with it. Mm. Um, and so basically camming has, has t like taken over my need for sort of sexual connection. And um, um, yeah, so I basically, and I don't know where this name Spunknucks came from. I have no <laughs> idea. I just kind of randomly thought of it. Um, so. You know, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's camming as an experience is quite revolutionary because what you said, so yeah. much of your sexual satisfaction can be satisfied through it that yeah. is shared by so many people it's why it's a booming uh growing industry and like the pandemic definitely helped that we can't mm -hmm. go out and have uh as confident casual encounters as maybe we used to right. now it's starting to get back to it but you yeah. said something about those months that you were living uh, I, I, I want to call it a, a secret life. Is that yeah. fair to say that you had yeah. this cam, this cam identity? And I mean, five, six months, that's, that's longer than some people who dip their toe in and try. So what was that like managing a secret identity? Well, I still, being in a, yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still a secret identity to, to most, yeah. a secret identity to most of the people that I even know, like my mom doesn't know. Right. Um, you know, a lot of my close friends don't know that I cam. Um, and, and it's, it's fine that way because it doesn't serve our relationship, you know? And, yeah. um, and I'm try I try to be open about it with some of my, some of my, some people that like, I think would be understanding and, and acceptable of it. Like one of my best friends who I write music with, um, I've told him a little bit about it. Like I haven't gone into detail, but, um, you know, some, some, some people know that, you know, various degrees of my online modeling, but like, for the most part, it's still very much a secret identity. And, yeah. um, and I wish, I wish, cause now I'm, I'm, I feel like camming has helped me be even more open. Like I'm already pretty open. I think I like to talk about things and get them off my chest and, and not worry about them internally and, and just kind of, you know, use my community as a, as a tool for that. And camming mm -hmm. helps a lot with that. Um, but back then I just wasn't as confident about, about, about sharing that because it was so new to me and it was exciting and it was personal. And, and I think a lot of things should stay personal, um, you know, because those secrets that we have for ourselves, it's like those little corners of our personality or of our lifestyle that no one can fuck with, you know, and, right. um, that's important. Um, so, so, so the question, the question then on the table is do you want to eventually live a life where all of this is out in the open or is there satisfaction in maintaining that balance? Is that a, something that is comfortable in your world? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I've never really thought about that, honestly. Mm. Like, I think it would be wonderful if everyone knew and didn't care. 
but I don't know yeah. if that's possible because as soon as someone finds that out, it's almost like they, they, they think of you differently. You know, they, so they, true. I know they, um, it's, it's so, like my it's mom, so... I love, love her to death, but she would just flip out, you know, really? and, 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 um, and I, and I don't know like how, how my relationships with my bandmates would work. Like I'm joining a new band right now. And right now it's all, all I have to do is like learn their music and be the drummer. You know, they don't mm -hmm. need to know that I have another life that, you know, may or may not influence what I do in the band. Um, but it really doesn't at this point. So my, my thinking is down the line, I'll let people know when they, when it, and it doesn't really influence them as much. And I'm already set in stone with my relationship with them. Um, yeah. like if I were to meet a girl, say it like yoga, um, yeah. I would not want to like mention it for a while if we were to grow close because I feel like, you know, I have so many parts of my personality that can be of benefit to someone as a human that doesn't, you know, that isn't a cam model. And then that's just one other side of me that's like, you know, it's it's a big side, but it's not the biggest thing, you know, it's just an outlet right. really. Um, even though well, I mean, you're, you're talking about stigma is what it is, is it's like there is a real stigma and that's something that all of us have to deal with, have to live with and have to decide how it's going to affect us in our day to day. That's why some people do choose to keep it a completely isolated and private, separate part of their identity that, yes, I do jump on cam and I make money and I have a wonderful time and I make great connections and it's satisfying and that's that. And then I have my other persona. Yeah. And 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 it's true because, you know, if you try and break down that wall, you are asking to hold that stigma a little bit closer to you because there's not there's no buffer in between. Well, you're, you're, yeah. That's you. Part of me wants to get over that and just be, yeah. let people be accepting of who I am 100 percent, you know, including my my camming. Um, and but that is what you said there is the reason why. I don't have social media attached to camming. Right, I, right. Um, but I'm thinking if I did, I would probably have a lot more success doing that because honestly, the only reason I have social media now, and I don't even really use it that much, but is to promote my musical career. Yeah. But that hasn't really done much for me. Like, I don't really know, like if you're you're at a certain level as an artist and it's not like, you know, like you're actually gaining traction and new followers and all this stuff, like it doesn't really serve you that well. Yeah. You know, it almost feels like a waste of time to, to, to make Instagram and Facebook posts when, you know, you get like one or two likes and no one checks out your shit. Um, so but you've I got momentum, you've got momentum on camming right now, my friend, like, okay. Yeah. Got, so, so, so if I were, if I were to change my approach to using social media just yeah. to promote my cam pages i feel like that would be more successful than me using it right now to promote my music stuff but at the well, same time i would have to realize that people that i know are going to get that stigma of me and then there would be like a grace period of, of that sucking for a while before it was just like okay well it would be you know a a, a bit of a you don't know what kind of storm cloud it's going to be. You don't know until you take that step and you put yourself out there because 
we can't forget the reality that you are a popular performer on the platform known as cam Four. so people yeah. are looking to connect with you in other ways and if you were to launch yourself as spunk nuts onto social media yes it feels like you know you're gonna lose people in your life that aren't going to understand this and are going to have issues with it, but you're also going to begin to build that whole community that fucking gets it and loves you and like wants to just like pump you up. That that's been the best gift of it. It's like, of course you have to deal with fucking online censorship and social media, you know, taking down posts and blocking your shit and shadow banning you. But you do get connected with a community that makes you feel like a human being and not like some guilty, uh, seedy criminal in this smutty underworld of camming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I had not really thought about this until I talked about or haven't been talking yeah. about it with you. Because um, I feel like I'm not really on the cusp of it yet. Like I, I really just think about my relationship with my mom. Um, mm. I'm so close with her. And like, she has really no idea. And I just feel like if I were to wait until it was just such a huge ingrained part of my lifestyle, then I would tell her, then it would be like, you know, it, it wouldn't be like I would have any remorse about it because I really am close with her and I, I care a lot about, you know, what she thinks of me and, and yeah. um, you know, our connection and stuff like that. So. Um, I'm the same way with my father. I am the exact same way with my father. And I remember when I first started doing online naked shit and you could start Googling and Laura Desiree is my name. So it's it's not it's not like I have a, a persona or a name that I can hide behind when it comes to Google searches. I remember when I told my dad, of course, you go into this like sales pitch of every reason why you're okay doing this it's a good move for you you're not going to regret it you go into this sales pitch but yeah. you know over time it's actually been a really cool experience because he's like you know what laura i i don't ever want to encounter it but i can see that it's making you happy and they notice when we elevate as people and what yeah. you've said even earlier about how just being on cam has given you a confidence boost and has opened you up to other developments as a fucking individual so yeah. like i would think any parent would want to celebrate that you well, know yeah and and i think a lot of it is you know older generations of people don't understand oh yeah newer newer things work too. Like, you're not supposed to listen to the same music as your, as your kids, you know, like, you know, when, when it's, it's like the generational gap, like that's supposed to be there. And so part of me thinks like, yeah, my mom might never truly 100% understand. Um, so I'm thinking at, at some point it, it'll happen, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, if it needs to, you know, only only if you feel yeah. that at some point you're like, I I wanna I wanna bridge this and let yeah. let you in on a part of my life. But by all means, I mean it it can be managed as solo identities within you. It's just you know this is this is what we have to ask ourselves when we take on uh, cyber sex work. It's true, you know, you gotta you gotta map this out. And sometimes we go in without a plan. You know? <laughs> oh, I've never had a plan. <laughs> Definitely never had a plan. Tell me about what you love to do on cam. What kind of uh, shows are you bringing to your audience? Uh, well, I've uh, I've gotten a lot more into um, 
into like um like gay and bisexual stuff really cool um, cool like yeah i just got a, a dildo like a couple weeks ago and i've been doing a lot of blowjob stuff with it and it's and it's pretty fun actually like hell yeah um i'm not really like super attracted to guys as much as i am girls or even uh trans girls um so i would say i'm, I'm pretty bi but i'm i'm still like mainly attracted to women um yeah. but like i uh you know i when i'm really really fucking horny i'll just be edging and <laughs> and uh it'll be fun you know and and that that's you know so i think the most when i ever get the most viewers in my room it's because i'm doing that yeah. um and then um but i'm also being communicative you know i'm, I'm talking to people and um there's this balance of like doing your thing and being yourself, but also realizing all the people that are in the room and trying to, um, you know, make them feel like they they're noticed basically. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's something I'm pretty big on. Um, I try to treat everyone that comes into my room with respect. Um, and it's interesting thinking about how that affects people that you're actually trying to get closer with Mm -hmm. um because in the end my base core foundation of being on cam is trying to connect with people and maybe even trying to find someone to to you know have a relationship with which might be completely bonkers um, no 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 listen i am a fucking <laughs> devout romantic and i nice. will be until the day i die yeah, and so anyone anyone who knows that they are lovable because we all are anyone who knows they are worthy of love should be in the fucking pursuit of it i am so here for that i'm yeah. like I, I i love it it's gonna be a wonderful chapter in your book uh, a yeah. weaving theme even it'll be a weaving theme throughout your whole story <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i definitely have always wanted to um try to meet someone um through camming um and i'm i'm thinking that you know the more popular it gets and the and the less stigma there is mm -hmm. um it's going to be easier to do that um but uh you know i think looking too hard for it is 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 not the way to go because it should be very natural and you shouldn't have to sacrifice so much of yourself to to find that um, because then you end up feeling kind of shitty about things when it either when it doesn't work out or if you know it's if you're trying too hard and, and it's like but back to what i was kind of saying is like if you're if you're trying to talk to someone on cam and like have a conversation with them but you're also trying to like stay hard and be horny and then you're also trying to like recognize all the people that come in your room to that other person that you're trying to communicate with and be close with it kind of it, it might seem like you don't care as much um which isn't really true because i usually tell people like hey if you want we could talk on the phone you know like yeah. you can hit me up on skype like we don't have to just talk here i'm totally willing to like you know let you into like my other world besides camera right. um, right. and i think people are scared of that like it's it it's 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 like this openness that people don't expect um so because they're hanging out with you during office hours and then it's like wait a minute hold up wait it's like meeting yeah. the dream person and then finding out you have a chance with them and they go right. hang on we we can actually take this someplace else i had no idea wow yeah i know that's that's 
I don't, you're a unique person because so many people are on these platforms with the sole intention of sucking as many fucking tokens out of these viewers as possible. And right. so a story like yours, it just warms me. Like I, I want, I want all the up to the minute facts as they unfold for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I only, so like last night there was this girl that I was chatting with and we had been hanging out on camp or like she had come into my room for a couple, mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe it was maybe our sixth time in my room or something. And, um, and I actually was just like fully clothed because I had just finished eating dinner and she had mentioned she just wanted to talk and I'm like, fine, that's totally cool. You know? Um, and I hadn't really been um, getting too many tips to do things in my room for a, like a week or so. Like it had kind of been a slow week. Mm. And so, um, so I know, I, I mean, I noticed that and it's not like I'm there because of that. But um, when I, when I was on cam last night and I was just kind of like, you know, chilling, finishing up my dinner. Um, and I was just, I was, I think I was wearing these pants actually. Um, and then someone just comes into my room and the first thing that, I noticed is they tip me for um, bend over doggy style. And, <laughs> and I was just like, all right, you know, like, fuck yeah. Like first, first thought is someone is giving me their money and investing in me to yeah. want to, to, to ex ex influence their experience. You know, I don't care about the making money as much as it's like, damn, someone's investing in me, you know, they're yeah, taking dude their time and money and, and putting it into me. And so that's my thought is like, damn, okay. So it's fun to do, but like, I got to respect someone for doing that. You um, are their dream weaver. You become right. their dream weaver in that moment. right? And, uh, and so this chick that I was talking to was like a little upset that I took my clothes off and started doing this for someone because they tipped me when she just wanted to like talk to me and get to know me which is fine but like she she was kind of confused because she like i said she had told me that i should like find another hobby besides camming but she met me on cam four right you know and and like and she was like yeah maybe it would have been better if we had met under different circumstances and i'm like well i don't think so because first of all would you even have noticed me or given me time of day or a chance if it was somewhere else you know if i was just among the masses in society and it was just like at a king supers or you know grocery store or you know whatever and and i'm like i i can't i can't just like tell like predict like we're gonna meet somewhere like but i i yeah. appreciate anyone that I, I that i encounter especially you know through camming and uh and so yeah and then that dude tipped me again to do a blowjob um thing and so i was doing that and uh, yeah, so it's just, it's really interesting, you know, like some people that you'll, you'll meet, you, you feel kind of connected with, but it's not like always 100% there, especially with the communication. Um, you know, I, I am live talking to you and then I yeah. am seeing text back. So you have time to think about what you want to text. And if I want to type back to you, maybe I have a little bit of time to think about that. But if I'm responding, like this i'm not and that's just a filter you know it's just going you know i'm not like mm -hmm. thinking about it as much i'm just talking so it, it for for that to be real real and authentic i would have to be hearing someone else talk to me too like over phone mm -hmm. or like 
a conversation like this. So I, I, I told her that like, you know, if you really actually want to like, you know, get closer, we should talk in real time somehow. And it doesn't have to be here. And, and, and she would just never really respond to that. See, um, uh, you're doing all the right things though. You're doing the right yeah, things because you're, you, you're like, you're able to identify, Hey, look, you're just, you're, you're talking to me at work. Like, I know that we met this way. We met at work. So what, like, can we get to know each other outside of work? That's yeah. how a lot of relationships start is that you meet sometimes in the workplace in an inconvenient moment and something clicks, but that doesn't mean that that's the only arena that you get to enjoy your time together. Like you got to try it someplace else. You got to try another environment. Yep. Yep. I agree. Wow. So I'm, I'm starting to understand that more and I don't really look at it as work as much as, um, you know, it's something that I love to do, but there are right. like a lot of facets of it, like paying attention to the people that are in my room and respecting people that tip. And, you know, if I do have a connection with someone trying yeah. to maintain that while talking to other people, you know, um, it's a little, it's, it's a bit of multitasking sometimes, especially when there, there gets you, more people. Yeah. No kidding. Holy shit. When that <laughs> chat is blowing up, it can be really, it can be like dizzying to try and keep up to date with everything. Well, um, I love you, it. You, you love when it's a whirlwind of chats coming in. Oh, yeah, no, I, I love censoring all the different, um, you know, stuff that's going in, you know, like sometimes it'll be bots and you have to like kick them from your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like most of the time, it's just people that are, that are, you know, discovering you or that are already a fan of you. And, you know, it, I can feel that energy, you know, like that's, that's a very warming, endearing energy to me it that is. I, I try to harness and share back with, you know, anyone that's involved. I've got, I've got one last uh, question for you today. And that's what's the camming goal for you? I mean, you've got a unique experience going on. You've got a, yeah. a very unique, I guess, so path. What's I think, the goal? I think, um, I think eventually I would like it to be where I am. Everyone that knows me knows that I do it and that I am having, um, you know, my social set up to, to be towards it because I think the number one goal for me is, um, I think, honestly, I think it would be to have uh, a girl to cam with and us to be like popular, like being one of the top couples um, on whatever site that I'm streaming on, whether it be cam for or somewhere else. Um, like initially I thought, you know, I just wanted like to meet someone here. And the more that I started to do it and, and get comfortable with it and enjoy it and look forward to just doing it on my own. My next thought was like, well, I don't want to just meet someone. I want to meet a cam girl. Yeah. Um, and I want to meet someone that would love to do a show with me once a week or twice a week. And we would, uh, you know, get to the point where we had a huge following and that this was just like, you know, I mean, it, it would be really, really sick if I didn't have to do other things for income and right. just do camming. And, I, and I've noticed that couples do pretty well. Um, but I, I just kind of have this, whether it's inflated or not, I have this vision of, you know, me being with a girl on cam and us having 
you know, a hundred to a thousand people in our room and just, just doing a bunch of fun, kinky shit, um, you know, and, uh, and just growing that to, to wherever it goes, infinity, exponential, you know? I love that. I think that would be the, the goal. Yeah. And, and you've, you've, you've got it. You're manifesting it as we speak, you know, like that's, that's fucking attainable too, as well. Like if you, if you keep on this path, you can do it. Uh, Spunk nuts. Holy shit. What an absolute joy to chat with you today. This is why I love doing this podcast because when we hang out on Camphor's happy hour, it is showtime and we have five minutes to talk before we jump right into it. But you're such a multifaceted person. You're so exciting to talk to. Uh, how can everyone catch you on Cam4? Uh, what's the handle? Any regular shows that you do? Uh, so it's just cam4.com slash spunknuts with two Zs. Um, if it displays the name that I have in here, that's, that's what it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not really on a consistent camming schedule. Um, I usually jump on either in the morning or at night, sometimes in the afternoon. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like to, um, I mean, it really just depends on my mood, how long I'll be doing it or like what, what kind of show it's going to be. Um, I mean, I have tip menu set up to do fun stuff. So if anyone ever throws tokens at me, you know, you know that what you're going to get out of me. Um, but uh, I'm pretty malleable and empathetic. So if someone comes into my room with a certain type of energy, it's likely that I'll, um, I'll have that. I'll kind of respond with that kind of energy. Yeah, you'll work that rhythm with them, for, right? For better or for yes. worse, you know? So yes. I, I don't think that too many manipulative, like evil people um, come into to these environments. I mean, it happens very rarely, um, but like I've been able to like kind of weed that out over the years. Um, so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not really on like a set schedule, so I can't really be like, oh yeah, catch me at this exact time, but I'm usually on every day for like, I don't know, at least an hour or two. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, just for the fuck of it, in your rock and roll authoritative mind, Mm-hmm. what's what's the best rock and roll song to blow your load to because i know you like to hold that load <laughs> so if you had one song oh to blow God. it to what would it I've, be like from like the guitar solo on whole lot of love uh zeppelin is one well, i was of the just best... thinking zeppelin and it might be by something <laughs> zeppelin um, it's one of the best solos ever dude and i always I'm, am like i climax to that yeah i've never even considered this question like I've never even thought like, what do I want to, uh, so the girl that I was talking about that I used to date, I, so there's this band called Mashuga. There's like, they're mm-hmm. like my favorite metal band. Actually one of their, this poster right here is, is an album by them. Um, and they're like really intense, uh, metal, um, from Sweden. And I have one memory of us having sex during like this one part of a song. And then us like kind of cuddling and like, you know, being intimate after the climax during this one section. Um, and it was just like kind of a, a really chill vibey guitar kind of thing. Um, so like I have like a specific personal memory to to that, to a Meshuggah song. And it's actually off that album. Um, but uh, I don't I don't really know. Like, I don't think I... 
I don't think I have a, a really good answer for that. Well, that's uh, your homework then. That is yeah. your homework. What a fun assignment. God, Professor Desiree just gives us the best, the finest work to get to. Spunk yeah. Nuts, thank you so much. What a delight. I hope that everyone watching and listening just fell in love with Cam 4's most eligible bachelor. Oh. I'm Laura Desiree, and this has been another fantastic episode of Licked and Loaded. Make sure that you like, favorite, and subscribe to this channel so that you never miss an episode. We'll see you back here real soon. Peace and love, y'all. <laughs> see ya. This has been a CAM4 radio production. Come say hi at www.cam4radio.com.